Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom.
in this place, oh, Lord God, this place is that place in my heart, oh, God, that you have set up your residence. You are awesome in this place, Lord God, in the atmosphere all around us. You are awesome, oh, Lord God. We are so privileged, Father, to have opportunity to praise you, to worship you, oh, Lord God, to come together in spirit and in truth, oh, God, to lift you up, Father. You are awesome in this place, Lord, mighty God, mighty God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You are a mighty God. Thank you, Father. Thank you for revealing your awesomeness to us, O oh God. Thank you for giving us the capacity in our finite minds, O oh God, to express and, and to just to embrace the infinite, the um, infinite abilities of you, the infinite wisdom of you, the infinite love that you possess for us, oh God. We are so blessed, Father, that you see fit to open yourself up to us, oh God. And we are so, so very grateful, Lord, for another chance and another opportunity, oh God, to invite you in, to invite you into our thought patterns, to invite you into our heart. Please, Father, take up residence in our spirit. Let it no longer be us, but you, Lord God, that resides. Hallelujah. Let it no longer be our desires and our fleshly needs that we search after, oh God, but allow us to search after you. Allow us, oh Lord God, to surrender all that we are and all that we're not unto you, Lord God, that you may have your way in us and through us. Father, hallelujah, accept us as a living sacrifice unto you, oh God. We give ourselves away to you, Father. We surrender all to you, oh God, for you are one you are worthy, oh, Lord God. You are worthy to take that seat in our heart, Lord God, of master. You are worthy, Father God, for us to be servants unto. You are worthy, oh, God. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy. We serve you with a glad heart, Father God. We serve you with a glad heart, O oh Lord God. Our service unto you is not drudgery. We don't do it out of obligation. We do it out of love, Lord God, because you have shown forth so much love to us, Lord. So we are grateful for the opportunity to give back unto you, Father, in your service, O oh God. Hallelujah. 
Oh, we praise you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you, Lord. You are so faithful, oh, Lord God. You watch over us, Lord. You are careful. You are careful to perform and to watch over this thing that you have began in us, oh, God. When we decided, when we consciously made that decision to say, Lord, that we surrender ourselves to you, Lord God, you have been careful to watch over us, to watch over our minds, to watch over our hearts, to watch over our actions. And even though, Father, we have not always got it right, oh, God, you have yet remained faithful in our lives. You have yet remained that, that steadfast love for us. And we are so grateful on tonight. We are so grateful on tonight, Father. We desire more of you. We desire to know more of you. We desire to serve you even greater, in a greater capacity, oh, Father. Ah, more, 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 oh, God. Help us to utilize and to pour ourselves out, Lord, on a daily basis into the lives of others that on a daily basis you can refill us with more and more of you, Father. And as you refill us, you continue to enlarge us to receive more of you, Father. We're so grateful. We're so grateful. We're thanking you, oh, Lord God, for the shift in our mindset, Lord, that the same mind that is in Christ Jesus is also in us, oh, God. The Father, Rosella Bashanda, you have given us the ability, ability to think on whatsoever is good, whatsoever is right, whatsoever is of a good report. You have given us the ability, O oh God, to walk in, in, in integrity, to allow your godly character to be developed in us, O oh Lord God. You have given us the ability, Father, hallelujah, to have a heart of unconditional love, to be able to love the unlovable God. You have given us the ability, Father God, to stand steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in you. It is you, O oh Lord God, that has given us the ability, to learn of you, Father, to be transformed, O oh God, by the renewing of our minds in your word. It is by your ability, Father. It is not by our earthly knowledge that we are able to do what we do. But we do what we do out of the abilities that you have placed in us. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit working in us and through us, enabling us to learn of you, Lord God, to study you, Father God, to be transformed by your word. We are so, so grateful on tonight. Thank you, Lord, that you're, you're, you're enlarging our capacity in our minds to comprehend the things of you. You are enlarging our capacity in our heart, oh God, for the love of the things that you love. You are enlarging our capacity to bear witness to your spirit within us, oh God. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We recognize, oh Lord, that it is not in our own stead that we're able to do these things. We recognize, oh God, without you we are nothing. We are but the dust of the earth, God, until you breathe the breath of life in us. We did not exist, oh, God. So we're grateful on tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for increasing our awareness of the importance of who you are in our lives. Thank you for increasing our awareness of our daily need for koinonia with you, our daily need for fellowship with you, our daily need 
to, to have that alone time, that quiet time with you. Our daily need to worship you, our daily need to partake of your word, our daily need of praise. Ah, all of these things are but possible through your spirit. We can't know these things after the flesh. We can only embrace these things and know these things by the power of your spirit working in and through us, oh God. So tonight we are grateful. Ah, tonight we are grateful, we are grateful, we are grateful, oh God, for by your hand upon our lives we are able to do. By your hand upon our lives we are able to speak. By your hand upon our lives we are able to think. It is not in our own right, oh God but it is in you. We acknowledge that tonight, oh God. We yield even more of ourselves to you, Father. Any place that we have withheld from you, Lord, show it to us. Point it out to us, oh God, so that we can let it go, that we can give it to you, oh God. For we desire not to hold anything back, Lord. We desire not to hold anything back, oh God. We want to be all that you have decreed us to be. And we can only do that, God, by your power and work in us. So help us, Father. Point out to us where our heart, Lord God, has held something back. Point out to us, oh God, where our mind, our thought patterns have held something back. Point, point out to us, oh God, where your spirit has not taken up residence in our spirit, oh God. Reveal these things to us, Father, that we may surrender them to you and give you the free recourse in our lives. That is our desire on tonight, God. We desire to know you. We desire to be transformed by you. We desire to pour ourselves out as you see fit, O oh God, that we can be refilled and refreshed by you. Oh, we give you praise on tonight. We give you praise for truly, truly you are worthy. Truly, truly, Lord, we desire more of your presence. We desire more knowledge of who you are, oh God. We desire more of you in all that we do, all that we are, and all that we are not, Lord God, represents who you are in our lives. It represents how much we have given ourselves over to you. We understand that tonight. So we continue, we continue to desire, just as the deer panteth by the water brook, we continue to desire you over our necessary thoughts, over what the world says we should be searching after. Help us to search after you in the midst of it all because all these other things, oh God, are found in you. And let, our, let you be our priority, Father. Oh, that's our desire. That's our desire. That's our desire. That is our heart's cry on tonight, oh God, found in you. So we would be found in you. Mm. And we love you, Lord. 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 Mm. Continue, continue in us. 
continue in us, continue to work in us, continue to work through us. Give us the words to speak to that hurting and that dying and that perverted world that we are so entangled in. For because we are kingdom citizens, because we know you, we know you in the pardoning of our sins. We know you in your unconditional love for us. We know you to be our provider. We know you to be our sustainer. We know you to be our strength. We know you to be our comforter. We know you to be our healer. We know you to be that light that lights up our path. We know you to be our counselor. We know you, oh God. To be our banner. We know you to be our victor. Because we know you, help us to articulate who you are in the lives of others by the life we live. Ah, yes, Lord, we desire. We desire to be your manifested glory, oh God. We desire, we desire to show forth your light to this hurting and this dark world. That is our sole desire, that others may come to know you, that others may come to worship you, that others may come to love you. Ah, use us, Lord, use us, Lord. Use us in ways that we can even fathom. Use us in ways that we cannot even imagine. Use us, O oh God. We avail ourselves to you. We avail ourselves to you. And unto you be the glory. Ha, Rokoshanga. Unto you be the honor. Hallelujah. We pray that we have found favor in your sight, O oh God. Ah, show us your glory, Father. Show us. Lift your worship. Hallelujah. Lord. 
to share in the form of the word is dealing with who he is and who we are becoming in him. And we only learn that through studying him. My pastor um, has been dealing with a series on studying God through his word. And it's just resonated some things within me because we have to get to that place of understanding the more we study God, the more we study who we are made to be because we were created in his image and in his likeness. So the more we get to know him, the more we know what he expects of us, the more we understand who we are. And we cannot get to that place of knowledge of him and in him through our flesh. It is not about your degrees. Please hear me. Please hear me. Education is a wonderful thing. Knowledge is power. I, I understand that. I'm a huge, huge advocate for education. But when it comes to the things of God, you can learn the book. You can learn. You can do your theses. You can put all these things together, but without the power of the Holy Spirit in the midst of your learning, in the midst of your knowledge, you have lost something in translation. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit to teach us God things. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit to reveal who he is in us in, in how he led me to go in prayer um, at the beginning of the broadcast in dealing with him enlarging our capacity. That enlargement can only come forth through the power of his Holy Spirit working within us. We cannot obtain the knowledge of God in the natural. We have to obtain the knowledge of God in the spirit realm because that's where we will find him. That's where we meet him. God is spirit. So we need to understand that. And the more we can get to that knowledge and the more we can embrace the spiritual side of who we are, the more we can learn of God. Remember, when we accept Christ into our lives, it is our spirit that is the first transformed. 
It is not the flesh. It is not the mind. It is the spirit. And then the spirit will bear witness to the thoughts of the mind. You see, if we get something in our spirit, that's why repetition is so important when you're learning the things of God. When you get something in your spirit, you can hear it all day long. You can have the mind knowledge, but until you get it in your spirit, you're not able to walk it out. You're not able to apply it to your life. It has to resonate in your spirit. Spirit being, and then your mind will begin to transform and comprehend. You see, the word says that the mind is renewed by the word of God. It is transformed by the word of God. Why? Because the word of God is a spiritual thing. It's the only book in existence, in all eternity, in which you can read, and it will transform your life to a place of taking you into a deeper knowledge of God. And it's because of the anointing that's on the book. And the anointing is a spiritual thing. It's not a physical thing. It is the anointing that makes the difference. We've talked about this before, and I'm sure you're all aware. You can read the same scripture over and over again. And every single time you read it, you'll get something new out of it. How can that be? It's because of the Spirit of God that dwells within you that's giving you fresh revelation when you partake of his word. My pastor said, and you'll hear me quote my pastor a lot because that's my spiritual father, and he has taught so much on this, and it has resonated in my spirit. I've taken it within myself, but Pastor Atkinson has taught us that you hear what is spoken of God when you read what is written of God. That only can happen through the spirit of God. All the different things we we this is another thing that you know that was in my heart to share. We don't go to church just to socialize. You know, Pastor says that church is God's school. I understand that. We're going there to learn of the spiritual things of God. The same way you go to elementary school, you you start off in pre-K and then you go to to um, kindergarten and then you go from kindergarten to elementary and from elementary to junior high and from junior high to high school and from high school to, to college, and from college you go to postgraduate school. You, you go in steps to increase your natural knowledge. Likewise, you need to move in the spirit and the word of God and increase your spiritual knowledge. It takes the two working together. Most of you know I teach a kingdom empowerment seminar that deals with entrepreneurship. And the premise, the whole premise of it is to incorporate the spiritual things of God with the natural things of business to achieve supernatural success. The whole thing is based on the fact that you cannot just do the natural things and leave out the spiritual things to be pleasing before God, even in your business. We have to invite the Spirit of God in the midst of everything that we're doing, in the midst of everything that we're trying to accomplish. Because we need the guidance of God. We need to hear from him. We need the leading of God. We need the blessing of God. We need to know that whatever it is that we're doing, however it is that we're choosing to proceed in life, is of God. We have to know that we're making the choices and the decisions that please him. 
We can't know that if we don't invite his spirit within to teach us those things. The word says that the spirit teaches us all things, all spiritual truth. We learn that by studying. We learn that by yielding ourselves to the spirit of God. So that's my desire tonight is to invite you to get to know the spirit of God. I remember shortly after I got saved, probably maybe one or two years after I got saved, and I've been saved about 25 years, so that's, that's about when this book came out. Benny Hinn wrote a book, and the book was called Good Morning, Holy Spirit. And I remember reading that book back then, and, and it literally, the book opened my eyes to how important the Holy Spirit is in our lives. It, it transformed my thinking where the Holy Spirit was concerned. Just the thought of when you wake up in the morning of saying, good morning, Holy Spirit, of acknowledging his presence in your life. Because you can, he embodies who you are because you've given him the right to do that. It's vitally important that we get in tune with the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives, that we in tune our ears to hear from him, that we yield our heart to be led of him. Even in the heart, we need the Spirit of God to yield us, to lead, to, to lead us to the truth of God in our relationship and who we should have relationships with. We, my husband and I yesterday had the blessing of, of de- rededicating our marriage to God yesterday. Um, we've been married on our second marriage 20 years. It'll be 20 years this Thursday on March the 6th. And yesterday in service at the 11 o'clock service, a salt covenant with one another to commemorate the faithfulness of God in these 20 years. But one of the things God placed on my heart as I was speaking to my husband was that he was not my choice. He was not my choice. But he was God's choice for me. And because I yielded to the leading of God in my life, now, fast forwarding 20 years, now I've got a place in my marriage of contentment, of peace, of love, because I've allowed the Spirit of God to yield and to lead us. He, and likewise with my husband. You know, we, we've had our ups, downs, ins, outs, twists, turns, toxic, turvy. We were married, divorced, remarried, all these different things we've gone through. A lot of you know my testimony. And even in the second marriage, through the course of these 20 years, we've been up, down, in, and out. It has not been the stuff that we dealt with in the first marriage, but we still had our issues to contend with. But through it all, we had to get to a place of yielding to God. We had to get to a place of saying, you know what? I'm going to let you have your way, Lord. I'm going to stop trying to have my way in the midst of this situation. That's a word for somebody right there. I'm going to stop trying to have my way in the midst of the situation, and I'm going to allow God to have his way. I can testify to that side that when I got to that place, my frustration in the relationship was relieved. It was gone. This is gone. 
because I was so busy struggling trying to have my way, having my way, that, that Burger King mentality, and, and trying to twist and turn it so that it would neatly fit in what I thought it was supposed to be. And all it was doing was causing frustration within myself. That's a word for somebody tonight. Stop the struggle. Yield to God and say, Lord, you know what? I'm going to let you have your way. It, it just go back to the Garden of Gethsemane with Christ. And as he struggled with his choice and his decision to the place of, of such anguish that he literally sweated drops of blood, that's anguish. That's some deep, deep anguish. But when he this this touched my soul when I when I read this years ago, when the one of the the gospels because it's recorded in all the gospels, but one of the gospels said that once he said, nevertheless, not my will but thine be done, that the angels came and ministered to him. That was powerful to me, and and I have found it to be true in my own life, that when I get to that place of surrendering to God, when I get to that place of not my will but thine be done, then, then I am at peace. The frustration is gone, the struggle is gone, and it's sweatless victory. So I encourage you in what it is that you're wrestling with God with, that you get to that place of, I'm not going to wrestle any longer. Father, not my will, but thine be done. Give me the strength that I need to endure whatever you have called me to. And I'm going to rest in you. I'm going to find that place of rest in you. I'm here to tell you it is an awesome place to be. I have found the rest of God in my life. I can truly testify that I have found the rest of God in my life because I don't struggle against him any longer. Daddy, what are we doing? Which way you want to go? And it doesn't mean that I, I'm always in agreement of what he wants out of me, but I've come to the place that whether I agree with it or not has no bearing on the situation because, God, you are yet God. You know what tomorrow holds when I don't, so therefore I'm giving it to you and what we're doing. And I promise you, I promise you, when you get to that place, your life is transformed. It is literally transformed because you enter into the rest of God. You enter into that place of exhaling. You enter into that place of knowing God to be God, that place of rest. When you get to the place, the word of God says that they that know their God shall do great exploits. Why is that possible? Because in knowing your God, you get to the place of rest in him, and you get to the place of, okay, the, the journey is on. The adventure is on. Where are we going? What are we doing? And it's an incredible place to be. It is. Okay, so I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you some words. I've given you a lot of words, believe it or not, as I've been sharing with you. But let's let's um let's look at some scripture here. Hallelujah. Um, because it is prayer praise and the word of God. Amen. Go with me to Romans the eighth chapter so that we can deal with um, the mind that will fight against the spirit of God, the mind that will 
um, try to rationalize what it is that God has called you to. See, that's, that's, that's that struggle. That's the struggle that we go through because we're wrestling against him. We're trying to rationalize the things that God has called us to. And you cannot do that. You cannot rationalize God. You cannot, you cannot put him in a box where you can figure out what it is he's doing. He is God, okay? He is God. All-powerful, omnipotent God. So you will never be able to compete with his mind and his thoughts. So trying to rationalize it, all that's going to do is cause you more frustration. I'm here to tell you. I am here to tell you. Romans 8 and 7. It says, uh, I'm going to read it first out of the New International Version. It says, the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Why is that? Why can't it? It can't because it can't comprehend the things of God. That's why you need the spirit of God. Now, let's put this in context, okay? That was Romans 8 and 7. That's like the key scripture. But let's read the 6th through the 8th verse so you can see the full picture of this thing. It says, for the mindset on the flesh is death. But the mindset on the spirit is life and peace because the mindset on the flesh is hostile toward God, for it does not subject itself to the law of God, for it is not even able to do so. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So the bottom line out of that is we need the spirit of God within us. We need to yield to the spirit. We cannot do this in our fleshly nature. We cannot do this in the sinful nature of the flesh. It is the spirit of the living God that we invite to come in to take over, to get us to the place of knowledge of who God is. Without his spirit, we are unable to do that. Why? Because the carnal mind is an enemy against God. It is an enemy, an enemy against God. And because of that, you can't retain the knowledge of God in your mindset. It takes the spirit of God to retain the knowledge of God. We're still in Romans. Look at Romans 1 and 28. Romans 1 and 28 says, Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, So God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not to be done. They could not retain the knowledge of God. Why? Because they were walking in the flesh. Again, let's look at this in the context. That was Romans 8, I'm sorry, Romans 1 and 28. Starting at the 27th verse, it reads as such. And in the same way, also, the men abandoned the natural function of a woman and burned in their desire toward one another, men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossips. Why? Because they're trying to do things out of their flesh. 
The flesh says if it feels good, do it. The flesh says that it does not matter what the word of God says. What matters is you are your own person. You make your own choices, and you need to tell God what he needs to do for you. That's the mindset of the flesh. You need to let God know this is how you're doing it, and he's going to like it whether he likes it or not, because that's what our actions say to God. We may not physically say that out of our mouths, but that's what our actions say to him. We're going to do this. We're going to do it our way. No matter what God says, no matter what he thinks, no matter what he feels, we're just going to do. And when we walk in that long enough, he will turn you over to a reprobated mind. That's how the King James Version puts it. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. So we want to entreat the spirit of the living God to set a residence within us so that we do not do the things that are against God. How, let me be, I'm going to be transparent and honest here. I have in times past said I understand what God said, but I need to do this. I need to make this happen. I've been guilty of that, and that's in my walk with God. That's not in the world. That's been since I was walking with God. And as I did that, there was such a conviction within my spirit because when we say that, then we're casting our cares away from God. We're casting ourselves and saying, you know what, God, I know better than you do. I don't care what you said. I don't care how you're leading. I know better than you do. That's what we're saying. And let me say, God forbid, on that one. Because there's no way we can compare ourselves to God to ever consider and think that we know more than he does. It is humanly impossible to know more than he does. So I'm inviting you on tonight. This is what I want your focus to be on tonight. This is what I want you to think and get down in your spirit that what we need, what we need tonight more than anything else is the knowledge of who the spirit of the living God is in our lives. We need to invite him in daily. We need to entreat his help daily. Help me, Holy Spirit, to understand the things of God. Holy Spirit, pray through me so that I'm praying God's will when I intercede. Holy Spirit, Teach me of spiritual things. Holy Spirit, have your way in and through me. Holy Spirit, help me. And that's what he's there for. Remember before Christ left, he said that it it was needful for him to go. But when he left, that he would send a comforter, someone to teach us of spiritual things. That's the Holy Spirit. And when he ascended up to heaven, He sent back his spirit in the form of the Holy Spirit to entreat us, to comfort us, to walk with us, to help us reach that expected end that God has for us. When he talked about he knows the plans that he has for us, it was there. The Holy Spirit was part of those plans. But we need to learn how to embrace him, how to yield to him, had to allow him to set up residence within us and to have his way through us. 
I give God praise for for the spirit, for his spirit, not the spirit, but for his spirit leading and guiding and directing my life. Because there's no way that I would be who I am without his guidance. I'm still yet not who I need to be. And I don't think I will arrive at that place until I'm face-to-face with God. So I'm yet striving to be all that God has spoken over my life. I am yet striving to become Christ-like. I am yet striving to be that Christian. But in the midst of my striving, I understand that I have the Holy Spirit dwelling within me, cheering me on, leading me, guiding me, giving me the wisdom that I need to get to that place that God is calling me to. And I am so very grateful to him on tonight. I pray that tonight's broadcast has been a blessing to you. I pray that it has encouraged you to entreat the Holy Spirit so that you can learn of God, so you can learn of who you are in God. Because it will take the Holy Spirit to teach you all spiritual truths. God bless you. I will see you again on next week. And we're going to go out tonight with sweet, sweet spirit. God bless. Praise your name, Jesus. Sound of you and worship you tonight. We invite your spirit into this house. Your glory. Your presence, O oh Lord. Abba, Father, we bless you. Lord Jesus, we give praise to you. Holy Spirit, we welcome you tonight. Somebody lift your hands and make you feel welcome. It's not about us tonight. It's all about him, his wisdom, his grace, and his mercy. Rising of the sun, the going down of the sun, your name is to be praised. Sweet Spirit, sweet Spirit, take over this place, take over this place. Sweet Spirit, sweet Spirit. Take over this place. Take over this sweet spirit. Sweet spirit. Take over this place. 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 Take over this place, sweet spirit, sweet spirit, sweet spirit, sweet spirit, take over this place, take over this place, Take over this place. My spirit. My spirit. My spirit. Take over this place. Take over this place. 